both double fisted knockout looking for Waitman play on to the umpire. Stacks on the mill, the ball came out to the You're listening to the AFL Record. Get your footy record. Welcome to the AFL Record 2021. It's 27 minutes of all things AFL and coming up is round six. So grab your hot chips for some hot tips. It's Thursday the 22nd of April. I'm Zoe Warwick and I'm wrapped to be joined once again in the studio by sports enthusiast and journalist Danae Gibson. Welcome Danae. G'day. Uh, what was the highlight of the round for you? Oh, it was a great round of footy, uh, but I really liked Fremantle's away win in Adelaide. <laughs> a little bit of Perth bias there. Well, let's get into it. First up, here's Danae with the editor's notes. Thanks, Zoe. The editor's letter from Michael Lovett. One of the most poignant images of the 2020 season was that of a lone bugler playing the last post at an empty MCG on Anzac Day. Instead of 90,000 fans paying their respects to those who have served our country and those still on active duty, this was a forced silence. The COVID-19 pandemic halted the season for almost three months after the opening round, meaning there was no traditional Anzac Day blockbuster between Collingwood and Essendon. Fast forward 12 months and life as a football supporter is almost starting to return to normal. Yes, ticketing might be a pain, but compared with what we were facing 12 months ago, particularly in Victoria, it's a blip on the landscape. For many supporters, it's a return to some of Anzac Round normality this weekend with the resumption of the Anzac Eve game, which has found a real place on the football calendar. The clash between the emerging demons and the reigning champs will take on an extra edge with popular ex-Melbourne captain Nathan Jones playing his 300th game. While Richmond's premiership poster boy Dustin Martin will make his 250th appearance. The following day, it's back to the G for the big one between the Magpies and the Bombers. Enjoy Anzac Round and please take time to read our honour roll of fallen players on pages 18 and 19. It's a stark reminder of how many made the ultimate sacrifice. And here are your headline articles for this week's record. One week at a time, Anzac Double, Bring It On by Ashley Brown. Third time lucky for Gallant Lions. Round six, players game milestone. Anzac Spirit returns. Best of the best, player profile, Max Gorn. Sudox injury check, very good timing. And great goal kicking moments. And now here's Danae with the first of last week's winners and losers. Thanks, Zoe. Thursday, April 15, St Kilda 7648. Lost to Richmond, 2014, 134. Friday, April 16, West Coast Eagles, 16-7-103, beat Collingwood, 11-10-76. Saturday, April 17, Western Bulldogs, 17-16-118, beat the Gold Coast Suns, 8-8-56. On Saturday, April 17, Sydney, 10-9-69, lost to GWS, 9-17-71. Carlton, 9-14-68, lost to Port Adelaide, 15-6-96. Brisbane Lions, 15-12-102, 
beat Essendon 6-9-45. Sunday, April 18, Adelaide 11-6-72, lost to Fremantle 12-12-84. Hawthorne 8-6-54, lost to Melbourne 15-14-104. And Geelong 10-17-77, beat North Melbourne 7-5-47. And now let's have some audio description of the cover of this week's record. Starting with the background, this is a light blue and feels like you're sitting in the northern stands up in level 5 of the MCG, looking down at the ground in the stadium. The next layer is text. First line, inside, double arrow, honouring the fallen, double arrow, Lions AFLW triumph. Next line, record, with the Anzac Appeal logo, logo in the O of the word record. The next two text lines refer to the game milestones for two players. Firstly, Nathan Jones, 300. Next line, Dustin Martin, 250. Finally, the players' images, Nathan Jones from the Melbourne Demons and Dustin Martin from the Richmond Tigers. Both wear their traditional Guernseys in action shots holding a Red Sharon football. Nathan is preparing to take a goal and is at the 10 o'clock position. Dusty is in a fending off stance with his left hand extended and is at the 20 past position. You're on the AFL record. So far in the program, we've covered the editor's notes, the winners and losers from last week, the cover art of the AFL record magazine, and now here's Danae with our first article. This is from page seven of the AFL record. Third time lucky for gallant lions by Nick Negropontis. There's a picture above the article with the winning Brisbane Lions team and the caption reads, Ecstatic at last, the Lions celebrate their historic victory and an inset photo of Irish star Orla O'Dwyer with the Premiership Cup. Third time lucky for gallant Lions. Brisbane has climbed the mountain, winning the 2021 AFLW Premiership after two previous grand final losses. The Lions took their chances and defended grimly to deny the Adelaide Crows their third flag, winning by 18 points at Adelaide Oval last Saturday afternoon. The first half was even, with the only difference being incredible goals to Jess Wushner and Courtney Hodder, which gave the Lions a slender advantage. They built on that momentum in the third quarter, kicking away to establish a lead that Adelaide could not overcome. The Crows fought hard in the final quarter and had all the play in their forward half, but Craig Stasevich's defensive structures held firm and allowed only one goal. Fittingly, Brisbane defender Kate Lutkins was named best on ground, almost unanimously. It was a big day for the Lions, with captain Emma Zilke announcing her retirement and veteran midfielder Lauren Arnell also calling time on her career. Speaking after the game, Zilke said finishing with the Premiership was everything she hoped for. I said, if we win, I'm out, she exclaimed. It was a fairy tale ending. The decision was made for me. I just thought I would go out while I was still playing all right footy and keep my pride intact and not get dropped. As for Adelaide, the loss was compounded by stand-in captain Ange Foley tearing her ACL. 
It came in eerily similar circumstances to teammate Erin Phillips coming off with the same injury in the 2019 grand final. The Crows revealed Phillips is set to undergo surgery and has been playing with knee soreness for the past five weeks. Both teams have their battle scars, but Brisbane returned to Queensland with the Premiership Cup. It was a fitting full circle since the 2017 grand final between these clubs and potentially the ending point of the first era of AFLW. That's third time lucky for Gallant Lions by Nick Negropontis. Our next article comes from Ashley Brown, Anzac Double, Bring It On, and it's page five of the record. Big games around this Anzac weekend, befitting its standing as the home of football, it is the MCG which will grab most of the attention. The traditional MCG double-headed shapes as a beauty with Saturday night's Melbourne-Richmond game on the biggest of the season so far, followed by the Collingwood-Essendon clash the next afternoon, which is usually the best-attended match of the year outside the grand final. There is so much to anticipate when the Demons host the Tigers. Melbourne's unbeaten start to the season continued last Sunday against Hawthorne, blowing the Hawks away with the powerful eight-goal final term. Max Gorn was terrific throughout, while the likes of Clayton Oliver and Christian Pratakia found another gear when it was needed. Melbourne's form has been all the more impressive given that neither of its leading key forwards, Ben Brown and Sam Wilderman, have played this year, but after two weeks in the VFL, both are available for selection. What a game for Brown to make his Melbourne debut. Stephen May and Bailey Fritch are also in the frame to return from one series, meaning the Demons will be close to full strength, which makes this a real test of their premiership credentials against the best team in the business, one which blew away St Kilda in imperious fashion last week. There is nothing the Tigers like more than winning and handing out a reality check in the process. So there's no question they'll be up for this. Add Nathan Jones playing his 300th game for Melbourne, only the second demon to do so, and Dustin Martin's 250th, and this should be quite the occasion. And memo to both Simon Goodwin and Damien Hardwick, if there's any chance for Petrarca and Martin to go head-to-head, please make it happen. It might even draw a larger crowd than the following afternoon. That was Anzac Double, Bring It On by Ashley Brown on page five of the AFL record. And our next article is Anzac Spirit Returns. Thanks, Zoe. From page 16, Anzac Spirit Returns. The AFL and its fans will celebrate the return of Anzac Round football this weekend with ceremonies and observances being held at various games. The return of the two big-ticket Anzac clashes Collingwood and Essendon on Anzac Day and Melbourne and Richmond on Anzac Eve will be welcomed after both were postponed in 2020. The AFL was due to announce on Thursday, after the AFL record went to print, whether the MCG would be at full capacity on Saturday night, Anzac Eve, and Sunday, Anzac Day. However, it has been confirmed pre-game formalities will be observed on Anzac Day before the Magpie Bomber match. 
This will include the traditional motorcade, which had to be scrapped in 2020 due to the COVID-19 shutdown. This year's motorcade will feature veterans from World War II, the Korean War, the Malaya-Borneo confrontation and the Vietnam War. The Anzac Eve clash between Melbourne and Richmond has become a major event on the AFL calendar. The initiative began in 2015 and will feature another touching pre-game ceremony. The Demons will be back on the big stage wearing a new home strip. The 2021 Guernsey, designed by Melbourne-based designer Tyler Zebra, features a large red poppy paying tribute to those who died at war and those still serving. On the outside of the poppy, names of the 30 Melbourne players who died in active service during World War I and World War II are featured. The club says it is proud to honour those 30 players. The event timetable on Anzac Day, pre-match, is at 2.08pm. This is Eastern Standard Time. The Army Band will perform. At 2.31, the motorcade of veterans. At 2.40pm, the Rubens are to perform. At 2.52, umpires enter the arena, match day ball presentation. At 2.57pm, teams enter the arena. At 3.08pm, Anzac Day official observance ceremony. At 3.18, coin toss. And at 3.20, match starts. Thanks, Zoe. On to page 20 and Top Sport Best of the Best Round 5 featuring Max Gorm. Hawthorne versus Melbourne, MCG, Melbourne, April 18, 2021. Melbourne captain Max Gorn completely dominated in his side's 50-point win over Hawthorne at the MCG last Sunday. The Demons Ruckman picked up 26 disposals, 19 contested, had 24 hitouts and took 10 marks, including 8 contested marks, 5 more than any other player on the ground. The four-time All-Australian produced a massive 451 metres gained, 7 score involvements, 5 clearances, 3 centre clearances, 5 inside 50s and kicked a goal to emphatically win his duel with Hawks skipper Ben McAvoy. It was the third game in a row which Gorn had, has had 20 or more disposals, 25 or more hitouts, and 5 or more clearances. He's also kicked a goal or more in his past three outings. It was his best disposal return since round 12 2019 when he had 34 against Collingwood. Gorn's performance attracted high praise from former Port Adelaide star Kane Corns, who rates him as the clear number one ruckman in the AFL. Quote, there's three standout rucks, but he's just elevated himself to one by a fair way, Corns told SEM. Because he has prepared himself so well physically, his aerobic ability sets him apart from the rest. Number one ruck in the game by a mile, and what a captain he's turning out to be. Unquote. The sublime form of Gorn has helped the Demons continue their best start to a season in almost three decades by Andrew Sleverson. And now the Sudox injury check. Very good timing on page 26 of the record. The medical sub produced a first last weekend when injured lion Jared Berry was replaced by his brother Thomas 
Jared left the field halfway through the third quarter of last Saturday's clash with Essendon with an abductor problem. And quick as a flash, Thomas had the vest off and played a handy quarter and a bit, picking up seven touches in 40 minutes of the game time. Between them, the Berry boys have played 87 games for the Lions, Jared 77 and Thomas 10, with Jared making his debut in 2017 and Thomas in 2020. They hail from good country stock, having grown up in Horsham before attending Ballarat Clarendon College and playing in the NAB League with North Ballarat, now GWV Rebels. Jared was picked at number 19 in the 2016 NAB AFL draft and Thomas was selected at number 36 in the 2018 draft. And now here's Danae with some great goal-kicking moments. Thanks, Zoe. This is from page 28 of this AFL record. Arthur Best was at his best in his final VFL game before going off to war. Best played for St Kilda in 1912 and 1913, then moved to Melbourne for 12 games in 1914. In the last round of that season, a couple of weeks after World War I had started, the Red Legs, with only two wins, took on finals-bound South Melbourne at the Lake Oval. The Southerners led at halftime by 50 points in what the Argus described as an uninteresting game. Best kicked three goals in the third term with some good dashes forward, but South went on to win by 43 points. Best finished with all five of Melbourne's goals, a record for an AFL or VFL match where one player has kicked all his team's goals. Best enlisted two weeks later and served in the infantry at Gallipoli and the Western Front and was mentioned in dispatches for distinguished and gallant service. He returned home in 1919 but didn't add to his VFL tally of 27 games and 52 goals. Great goal-kicking moments is by Mark Genge. And if you have a great goal-kicking story, contact AFL historian Mark Genge at mark.genge.com.au. How fantastic that we have a place where all those things can live, Danae. I haven't been to the um, AFL, AFL Hall of History or whatever it might be called, <laughs> the museum. Yeah. The MCG has a great sports museum you should visit. Oh, must do. Next time. Answer Man with Mark Genge. On page 28 of the AFL record, a letter via email from Joe Murphitt. I believe VFL Club University had a large number of their players enlist during World War I. How many joined up? MG answers, University was a part of the VFL for seven seasons, from 1908 to 1914. War was declared in August 1914, and many men who had played in the VFL enlisted. Of the 112 who had played for University, 82 volunteered and 19 died while serving in the Great War. A good proportion of the club's players had studied medicine and many subsequently served in the medical corps. Some of the university players who volunteered were Rupert Balfe, played seven games for the club, 
Balf was a medical student when he enlisted in August 1914. He served as a lieutenant in the infantry and was killed in action during the initial landing at Gallipoli on April 25, 1915. Bert Hurry captained University in 1913 and played a club record 101 games for the students, 93 of which were consecutively. He completed his medical degree in 1914 and during the war served as a surgeon lieutenant with the Navy. Dick Gibbs was also a medical student when he enlisted in May 1915 after playing 35 games for uni. In July 1916 he was killed in action while advancing under fire during the Battle of Fromel. His heroic actions saw him awarded a military cross posthumously. Brothers Ted and Harry Cordner played for Melbourne and University in the VFL. Ted played five seasons for the students, while Harry captained the club in 1909. Ted served with the Australian Army Medical Corps, while Harry was a medical officer in the British Army. Ted's four sons, Dennis, Don, John and Ted Jr., all played for Melbourne during the 1940s-50s, with three of them playing in premierships. Don won the 1946 Brownlow Medal. George Elliott and Leslie Williams both studied med at university and were teammates in the 1908 VFL season when Williams played his seven career games. Elliott played 79 games and was the club's longest-serving captain, leading the team in 1911 and 1912. Both served as surgeons during the war. Williams died of wounds in March 1917 and Elliot was killed in action in September 1917. Like Gibbs, Elliot received the Military Cross posthumously. Carl Willis served as dentist in the war and Roy Park was a doctor. Both were accomplished footballers and first-class cricketers. Willis played 75 VFL games for University and South Melbourne and captained the Southerners in 1921. In 72 first-class cricket matches for Victoria and the AIF team, he scored eight centuries. Park was University's leading goal kicker for three seasons. He was also the VFL's leading goal kicker at the end of the 1913 home and away games, despite University not winning a match. Park played one cricket test for Australia during 1920-21, and his highest score for Victoria was 228. That's from The Answer Man with Mark Genge on page 28 of the AFL record. And now let's move on to the ladder. At uh, number eight, we have... Geelong. At number seven... Adelaide. Six. West Coast Eagles. Number five. Richmond Tigers. Number four. Port Adelaide. Number three. Sydney. Number two. Melbourne. And surprise, surprise, at number one... Western Bulldogs. They've been holding that position well, don't they? Indeed. Before we leave you, let's go through where you can see your footy live this week. On Friday, April 23, Greater Western Sydney Giants versus Western Bulldogs at Manuka Oval. That is a night game. Saturday, April 24, Geelong Cats versus West Coast Eagles at GMHBA Stadium in Geelong. Gold Coast Suns take on Sydney Swans at Metricon Stadium. Carlton versus Brisbane at Marvel. Melbourne versus Richmond at the MCG. 
that is a night game, Fremantle versus North Melbourne at Optus Stadium. That's the traditional Len Hall game. On Sunday, April 25, Hawthorne versus Adelaide at uh, the, U- the University of Tasmania ground in Tasmania. Collingwood versus Essendon at the G and Port Adelaide take on St Kilda in the last game of round six at Adelaide Oval. Oh, there's going to be some good games in there. I hope so. Oh, well, that's about all we've got time for today. You've been listening to the AFL Record 2021 Round 6. My name's Zoe Warwick and I was joined by Danae Gibson. To get the whole publication, go to issue.com. That's I-S-S-U-U.com. Or get your copy at the game. We love hearing from you, so why not handball us your feedback or share your take on the week in footy? Drop kickers your thoughts on 1300 847 466 and we'll share them next week. Join us at the same time next week on VA Radio Digital and online at varadio.org for all the latest news on Round 7 of the AFL. Thanks for your company, and wherever you'll be remembering our fallen soldiers, sailors, air personnel and medicos, we hope you enjoy some mateship and some footy this weekend. And as always, we hope your team wins. <laughs>